heirs with Christ, as Paul says in Ephesians. You receive with Christ, not a portion. Okay, if we were, if we're heirs and we divided it up, that's one thing. But we are co-heirs. We are heirs together with Him. It's not Jesus gets some things and we get other things, but we as heirs all receive everything.
Spirit is now at work in all those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh, following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. Because of His great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ.
that the Messiah would come, that he would bear our sins, that he would be the intercession for transgressors, transgressors being lawbreakers, those who are sinful both by nature and by choice. That includes that person in the mirror. In fact, I would say it starts with that
to wipe away our sin by trying to keep the law. For us to have any power in the law, and according to the scripture, if we kept the law perfectly, we would live. Jesus himself said that. But the problem is, we have to start keeping the law before we ever sin, because we can't undo what is already done by keeping the law. Sacrifices were a picture of the hideous nature of sin. They were a picture of the death that sin brings. Christ for the redemption of the soul is that all of this was pointing to the fact that our problem was bigger than we saw. Let's, let's jump into some of the quotations here for this particular day. First off, our purpose is God's glory. Our purpose is God's glory. We see in Colossians 1 and Revelation 4 that all things exist for the pleasure of God, specifically through and for Christ, that all things exist for the pleasure and glory of God. That includes us. In Genesis 1.27, God created us in His image. The image bearer reflects the image that was put on them, put in them. We were created to be like God so that others could see the glory of God in us. Before we ever come to Christ, before we ever make a decision to even acknowledge that God exists, we were created, we were born for the express purpose of reflecting His nature. And every moment of our lives that we don't spend reflecting God's nature perfectly, we are in violation. Genesis 3, when sin entered the system, it separated humankind from God. And it wasn't like they went out and started hacking people up or maybe some, you know, someone was teaching a Stephen King movie. It wasn't like they were, you know, part of the deep state government cheaters. It wasn't like they were some terrible terrorists. They were flying planes into into buildings. Terrible. 
ones who reject him. He created the terrorists who fly into buildings. He created the, the false prophets standing in pulpits preaching a prosperity gospel. He, he created the Pope. He created Billy Graham. He created Adam and Eve. All
both high and low, rich and poor alike. This is actually written for worship in the temple by the Jews. But he's actually saying these words to the pagan nation, to everyone. Whether you are part of Israel, whether you are of high standing, it doesn't matter. Listen. My mouth will speak wisdom. Those the meditation of my heart will give you understanding. I will turn my ear to a proverb with the heart. I will expound my riddle. Give to God a ransom for them. The ransom for a life is costly. No payment is ever enough. So that they should live on forever and not be discovered. And yet,
as we read earlier, entered not by the blood of bulls and calves and goats, but by His own blood, His own perfect sacrifice on our behalf. That's our redemption. That's the provision that was made for us.
whether by life or by death, However he's struggling, it doesn't matter. My life is Christ. I died with him, and I died to the principles of this world, and I died to the needs of this world. I died to the desires of my flesh. I still struggle with those things because sin is still present with me, but it's not who I am anymore. Therefore, for me, I'm breathing.